That's Miley Cyrus wrecking ball and ways that's appropriate for the next topic that we're going to be talking about because they did go in like a series of wrecking balls the women who got onto the stage in the Devonish on Saturday night and some of them may have you know may have woken up Sunday morning or this morning regretting what they did others may be full of the joys of spring and absolutely delighted uh, with, the, with their antics uh, no one's going to judge them on this programme but in case you're not familiar with it and if you're on social media you'll absolutely know what I'm talking about but nine young men some of them uh, young white men some young black men some young men of mixed race uh, washboard uh, type six packs uh, mostly tall all seemingly naked Um, to say seemingly um, I'm saying seemingly because they may have been wearing some jewellery but I can't see anything else uh, on their bodies other than that and uh, this is important and as I say this is why I'm making the point about if you have the children with you, maybe you can turn the volume down or maybe come back to us in a short time but there are some things that I need to explain all these men were particularly well endowed and they're also naked and they were emphasising their genitals in practically every move that they made on the stage now about a dozen local women who were most likely in their late 20s, early 30s, that sort of age group, uh, decided to, as part of the show, get up and join them on the stage. And there's there's been a lot of criticism uh, from a significant number of people on social media about the antics and about the fact that it is allowed to happen in a Belfast uh, nightclub. This is raised uh, to us by Jill, who's a mom in the area. Uh, Jill, your opinion, please. Shocking, Frank, absolutely shocking. Couldn't believe what I was saying. I was actually offered tickets to it on Friday night and I've never been so glad that I turned something down in my life. Um, I just, I don't know how I got to that stage. Um, And yeah, just unbelievable scenes. So if you had accepted the tickets to go to it, what would you have been expecting to see? Because it was described as a Valentine's night out for the girls, as an over-18 night, I think, as, as well. But it was, it, was, and it was clearly over 18. There was no question about that. And thankfully, everyone at it was well and truly north of 18. But what would you have been expecting to see those nine guys do as part of their performance? Well, I actually looked on to the Devonish Facebook page then to see what it was. And it was kind of advertised as a full Monty sort of show. There was none. You would never have thought that those kind of scenes would have been happening. It didn't It didn't show that anywhere. You know, you kind of thought maybe it would have just been a night of good crack. Maybe a, a bit of a like, stripogram sort of thing. But I was actually thinking, you know... My mum and my aunts and stuff, we've been trying to plan a night out for ages. I was thinking, should I take the tickets and we could all go? Imagine I had to take them, Frank. I would have needed a bloody ambulance. Yes, this is, this is, you know, I, I love the way you, you, you phrase it because I'm now looking at stills of the pictures and there are many people in the audience who are shocked. There are, there are yeah. some people who have their hands over their, their faces. There are women who obviously do not want, are so keen that yeah. they are, there's no other way of describing this. They're, they're pretending to have sex with the men on the stage. And I do need to mm-hmm. emphasize they're pretending. No sexual activity took 
place on that stage, as far as I can see on any video that I have viewed. But yeah. they, they are going through the process of mimicking sex happening on the stage and the men are completely naked. What would have been going through the minds of, of those women who left their table to get up onto the stage to do what they did in front of yeah. everyone having a mobile phone? I think you can clearly see, like you said, some of the women are embarrassed and have maybe, you know, been encouraged into getting up, but had a few drinks. And obviously, if you are here, yeah, don't know what they were doing. They're loving it, but yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I yeah. probably hit somebody. <laughs> but, 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 but would you have objected? Would you have? Would you have intervened? Yeah. Would you? Would you have left the auditorium? I don't know. I would I would have objected, obviously. I don't know if I, I would have went as far as walking out or anything like that, but I would have just been so shocked. What I will say, though, as well, is my friend, the one that offered the tickets, she had been before. She has, was there, I think she said, in 2016 to the show, and she said it was nowhere near as bad as that. So I don't know if things just got totally carried away on Saturday. And the, you know, and yeah. it wasn't like that before. The, the the downside of this, and and there's nothing illegal uh, happening on the, on that stage, um, d- not that I'm aware of. I'm, I I don't know whether it is legal in Northern Ireland for men to be completely naked and to be uh, basically shaking their genitals in the faces of women who are willing to allow them to do it. I don't know if it's illegal or not for the, the, the nudity to have happened in the venue. That, that I'd have to, to check with a, a legal eagle to see whether or not anything illegal on that uh, line, uh, along that line happened. But I, I'm fully aware that what is happening on that stage is consensual. Uh, everyone's having fun, but... Going by social media and by what we're hearing anecdotally, there are, and this is this is very sad. This is this is sad, and this we have to factor this in. Activity on the stage who now deeply regret what they did, and there are also their partners, their male partners, who are. How do I put this subtly? They're unforgiving in relation to what they've seen. And it has led mm-hmm. to it has it has led to uh, unfortunately to some breakups of relationships. Do, do you understand that? Yes, totally. Um, if I had been on stage carrying on like that, I would be divorced. And the same if the shoe was on the other foot, you know, with my husband. Or like, can you imagine if the situation in the Davenish had been a load of naked women and that sort of thing going on? with men like I actually feel like it would probably be made out a lot worse and there would be protests and people calling to shut the place down but yeah I would be disgusted absolutely disgusted and my husband would be disgusted if I was up on stage doing that Okay, Jill, uh, thank you very much for raising it with us. Um, Fanula Meredith is listening to all of that, who is, as you often know, if you've often heard in this programme, a feminist. And uh, Fanula, I'm just wondering, do you see any justification for what was happening on that stage, on the stage, and also the antics of the guys going through the audience with their well and endowed bodies being presented into women's faces 
Do you do you see any justification for that in on the Belfast social scene? From my point of view, Frank, it's pretty simple in the sense that if the people in that room are all consenting adults and they're all participating willingly, then it's nobody else's business. You don't have to like it. It's not something I would want to do. It's especially not something a lot of people would want to do. But if the people, if all the people in that room decided to be there and knew what they were getting into and participated willingly, and it is sad to hear that if there's been negative consequences for people afterwards, but I certainly don't think people should be shamed for taking part. But if they're all there willingly and that's what they enjoy, then that's up to them. Is it? Do you know the answer to the question that I'm not totally clear on? Is it legal for men to be that naked in a public establishment that people have paid into that is licensed to sell alcohol and food? Is it? Is your understanding that that is legal in Northern Ireland? I imagine it must be. I don't know for sure, but I can't imagine that um, a venue like the Devonish would be putting it on if it wasn't legal. So one thing I guess they could do that would make a lot of sense is if they're going to host something like this again is make it extremely clear in their publicity material or when they're putting it, they're advertising it on social media or whatever, just the nature of the show. And then everybody's clear, you know, that, that, that just exactly what's going to be going on here. But I say again, you don't have to like it. That's the point. You know, I think there's a lot of people clutching their pearls and saying, oh, terrible, terrible. Well, all right. Yeah, I don't clearly like it. So don't go, you know. I think that's the thing. And I think some of the people who are saying how dreadful this is and shocking and immoral and despicable could be the ones who'll be watching it on repeat on the footage on Twitter. Yeah, and a lot of people are finding it incredibly entertaining on Twitter and they're posting all sorts of commentary on it to the detriment of the young women who were on the stage. And, uh, you see, that's, that's what bothers me. Yeah, and that, but this, them. this is important because I, I, there, I can't make past judgment or I don't know what's inside the heads of those young women. That, move on, where's my next night out? No problem. But there will be others. There has to be women in that group, and certainly this is endorsed by some of the commentary on social media, whereby they really regret what they did. And if they regret what they did, how do they go about undoing it or rebuilding a relationship with the person that they may share their home with? Well, I have no idea. I mean, this is this is real life. This is actions and consequences. I'm sorry if these people, if young, young women who took part do feel that it's harmed their relationships or harmed their lives in other ways. That's, that's a pity. We all make our choices in life and then we deal with the consequences. That might sound a bit harsh, but but that's the way it is, realistically. What bothers me is this public shaming of young women who've taken part in basically this kind of sexualized activity. That I think that's that harks back to a long history of shaming women for, you know, the perception of being you know, promiscuous or wanton, you know, all this idea this idea that women are somehow out of control sexually and have to be controlled. I think it taps into a long history of that and that would certainly bother me. Do you think the women who took part in the act were out of control? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I can't speak for, for why they took part or what they got out of it or didn't get out of it. But I think they were choosing to take, maybe drink was taken, maybe it was, but at whatever level, they are adults and they were choosing to take part in that. From the clips I saw, they looked like they were enjoying it. I don't know. 
I don't know. But that's I think where there's so much kind of, oh my goodness, the horror, this is so terrible. You know, we don't know why these people did what they did. But I think as long as there's no coercion, either on the part of the people performing or in part, on the part of the women, you know, engaging with them, then it really, there shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, and certainly the videos, going by the videos, uh, totally consensual what all that was happening from the video evidence that, that, I've, that I have seen. Jill made an interesting point there, but really, if, if they had been women performers and men getting up to gyrate with the naked women and then allowing the female genitalia to be so close to their mouths and their hips and whatever, the men would have been really described in language that I probably couldn't broadcast on the radio. They would be filthy, they would be dirty, they'd be disgusting, they'd be the sort of people that were bringing shame on the, the, the female world and objectifying uh, women in a way that uh, women don't deserve to be presented. And all of that has been covered on the programme. Were these women taking advantage of these men? No, I don't think so, as long as the men who were taking part weren't themselves victim of coercion or compulsion, and we've no reason to think they are. So I think, yes, I take the point, we can't, we can't have double standards, we can't say, oh, it's all right for, for, for men and not all right for women, or vice versa. That's why I come down to it, it's actually a very simple thing. If, they, if, if everyone who was taking part in that was doing that of their own volition, then, you know, judge, moral judgment is, it has no place. Moral judgment has no place is a very good point to bring in our next uh, speaker. Philola, thank you very, very much indeed. Pastor Paul Burns, uh, moral judgment has no place, Pastor. I presume you believe that moral judgment is vital to all of this. Well, I believe in society we have an example from what we have in the Bible and what the Bible teaches, Frank. And I'm going to go right in the middle to say that you know, I'm not going to be judgmental here because the Bible tells us not to judge, but I feel it's a travesty uh, for what has happened when you consider what love is about, when you consider what man and woman, what God created was about, and what it is about honouring women. And making men together look forward to marriage and what marriage is about. But obviously there's a situation that got out of hand here. And uh, first of all, one has to ask the question, it's our council that's responsible for licensing. So obviously they knew what they were licensing and the council department knew what they were licensing. Uh, the other thing that needs to be looked into is... But I, ju- I just wonder, I just wonder, on that, Paul, I just wonder, did they? Because as Jill said, she was about to go to it. She thought it was like a full Monty show, whereby, you, you know, men would be gyrating on the stage and teasing the women, and eventually they take off all their clothes, but they, you know, they would just leave their hat on. That's, the, I think, the line from the song. It would be a big tease, yeah. but the, the most you might see would be bare buttocks as they left the stage. This is... This is people on stage pretending to have sex with each other. This is male male nudity and female keenness to be as close as possible to nine rather large male members. Yes, I mean, obviously I'm going to be straight and as a minister and it's a bit difficult this time of the morning in case there are younger people uh, listening in, as you know. But this is nothing unusual to what the church has been having to deal with the, down through the centuries between the, the fertility gods and the different ones that was used in prostitution to entice men into temples. You know, this, if you read in the Bible, you see this went on and the church stayed in the middle of it. But what the church has to do and what I would say is we will fight for the example of morality. We will tell people to uh, what is right and what is wrong 
along and what God wishes for marriage to be about and what love is all about. But I heard about condemnation. Obviously, one cannot repair the damage that's been done in relationships. But this is where the power of forgiveness also comes in. You know, so if someone has done something and a marriage is deteriorated and there are people that have gone to this who are married, one has to ask, can a marriage be repaired? Can it be repaired? Can there be counselling done? Your people have moral regrets over what has happened and deep regrets because I've been listening and some of, uh, you know, were taken, as you say, a bit of a fantasy, didn't realise what was going to happen, etc. But one has to look into this and say, can these be repaired? Because God always talks about forgiveness. Okay, that is a very, very valid point in relation to those couples that may be finding it very difficult this morning because the boyfriend or husband doesn't like what he has seen his girlfriend or wife do on the on that stage and we'd love to think we'd love to think that relationships won't break down as a result of it it's a valid it's a valid point pastor uh, just before i go to the news anna marie has a point she wants to make anna go ahead frank this is uh, this is big mama here frank i'm a taxi driver in belfast and i'll tell you something it's no more than what you see in any corner or alley on a saturday night in belfast it's just that people don't see it because they're tucked up in their beds yeah, but you know. So, what what is your point? Your your your. The point is, Frank. People should just take a chill pill and relax. At the end of the day, years ago, over twenty years ago, I walked to Botanic Avenue, and a club opened up at Botanic Avenue as a lap dancing club. And then again, the DUP and the UUP objected to it in the council, and they lost the license, and the club had to close. At the end of the day, people, if you go to a strip show, it says strip XXL. What what does it mean? You know, naturally enough, you're going to come in your head like, what does that mean? Well, usually XXL means large, bigger than normal. So, do you know what I mean? People knew what we're going for. Yes, but I don't. But I don't think, uh, Anna. I don't think people are complaining about the size of the men's penis. I don't. I don't think that's what people are complaining about. No, they're complaining. They're 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 highlighting that young women from Belfast, from the surrounding area, went like. How do I best like put this? Like, be incredibly subtle. They they went with immense keenness onto the stage to gyrate and to rub against and to basically have those men naked with lar- with with very large XXLs as close to their mouths and their feminine parts as as possible and yes, they they they, they right, now right. possibly regret that or or not as the case may be but they have to live with it being on social media forever and a day Yes, Frank, that would be the case. But if they had to be in Newry or they had to be in Dublin or they had to be anywhere else, the women would have just done the exact same thing. So it's nothing that women, nothing different that women wouldn't do. At the end of the day, when anyone gets the wager, should it be a man or a woman, they get the, the, they go up in them and they get like the false pretense that they get stronger, the better than what they are. And that's enough, they're going to go for the laugh and the cracks. That's what drink does to people. So if you can't handle it, don't drink. And you don't like to don't like a strip show, don't go to a strip show. Yeah, but those who are now on social media being seen as they're being seen, do you think they'll regret it or not? Frank, at the end of the day, we all regret something in our life. And I'll tell you something, if I was there, Frank, I would have been front page. Because I would have been up on that stage and I would have done the exact same thing. The only difference is it wouldn't have lift me off the floor. I'd have to go for myself. But at the end of the day, Frank, it's, it's just natural. And I mean, if you're going to Belfast any Saturday night, after 12 or 1 o'clock, you see this in any corner, any dark alley. You see it happening all the time, around the corner from the clubs, 
It happens everywhere, Frank. Yeah, well, I understand that. That's people having sex down dark alleys. But this is simulation of sex on a stage in a licensed premises in Belfast, which is also somewhere where people dine or people have weddings or people have christenings or people go for a quiet drink. Now, OK, this was an X-rated show and it was absolutely clear that that's what it was and there was no one from outside going in. Everyone who was in knew what was happening, etc., etc. But my goodness me, I think we're, you know, still of a of a mindset here in Northern Ireland that we have the ability and the, the right to be shocked by what we're seeing. But it's right here on our doorstep. Uh, Anna-Marie, uh, thank you. The news is next. Your opinions as well after 10. For breaking news and travel updates, check u105.com. Follow us on Instagram at u105radio. Worn out, busy day. Don't let tiredness get in the way. When you just can't get going. Barocca can help you face the lag. Formulated with 11 vitamins and minerals, including vitamins B6 and 12, to help support energy release and reduce tiredness and fatigue. Barocca, face the lag. Barocca contains vitamin C, B vitamins 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 9, 12, and magnesium and zinc. 